So this is um, the first uh, podcast of the Trainer Shenanigans podcast, um, live and direct from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, the whole idea of the podcast is to have um, some some good discussions about um, like modern topics of exercise science, exercise, everything that goes on in the gym, um, as far as personal training, as far as being trained by personal trainers. We're going to have some guests on here who are um, previous athletes, personal trainers, of course. Also, going to have some guests who are uh, world-class powerlifters. Um, and we also have our uh, director of science who's going to be talking to us um, pretty much regularly about um, everything that happens within the body uh, to really debunk a lot of things, a lot of like bro signs and social media signs you might hear of, you know, because everyone gets these accounts and, and social media on Facebook and, and especially Instagram and you have someone who's never even touched the weights or lifting fake weights and they're going to tell everyone how to do this, that, the third, how they should feel and what they should feel and that kind of stuff. So I'm sure we've all, all seen that. Yes. So, yeah. So that's, that, those, that's pretty much the concept. And then have, it, have some fun uh, with the whole um, podcast and make it lighthearted. And we can get serious when we need to and dress up when we need to. But it's just it's just real, real laid back. So uh, today, you know, this is going to be the pilot, the, the initial podcast. So thanks for joining us. And this is going to be about just letting you know a little, about, a little bit about who we are, um, how we got to the business, how we got to know each other, that kind of thing. And just, you know, going from there, having some fun, all right? So uh, what we have here is um, I just go around the table and just introduce everyone and um, jump in where you want if you want to say whatever. And then we can tell you a little bit about ourselves as we go on. Um, this is uh, Adrian Leonard Busby. This is... Um, Melissa, I want to say belly fit. Yeah, I just want to say belly fit. So this is uh, Melissa, Jeremy, uh, Big Meech, Big Myron, and I'm the uh, small guy at the table, Art. So y'all play yourself. That's what we have here. So um, anyone, everyone, just want to go in and just like tell a little bit about yourself, how you got into uh, the, the fitness industry or the yoga industry, wherever we're going, and just just go from there. Well, I was the first person to talk. Go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, my name is Jeremy. I'm a certified personal trainer, fitness conditioning coach, functional movement, um, corrective exercise. Firefighter. Superhero. Basically, I got into training um, on the Humboldt. Um, I was moving furniture. Um, came off, got off the road, came home. Um, it's kind of like my mind's idea that I always was an athlete. Um, so I just followed my heart, went with it, stuck with it, and it's been good. Um, met Art, and uh, ever since then, it's just been to the moon. I'm grateful to have him around, grateful to have a team. Be here. I know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you go like, male, woman, male. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I guess I'll go. It's me. Uh, 
So I'm Melissa, um, <coughs> also known as Mel. Uh, so I yeah was an athlete, like Jeremy said too. I was an athlete in high school. Started at basketball, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was a center. But wait, 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 what? what? Center? Yeah, I was center for five, five and a half. I was a center. That's cool. Okay. But I switched over to tennis. I uh, was really great at that varsity in high school. Lake Erie League champions. Hi, hi. Oh, there you go. Right. I know. Okay. Okay. Serena. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I just let her be your own person. <laughs> um, but then um, I started in the industry as a group fitness instructor, actually, and loved it. Loved it, loved it. Then I went over into CrossFit and became a CrossFit coach. Became a personal trainer, functional movement specialist. Uh, then switched gears into powerlifting because uh, I was more so get, like going towards that when I was CrossFitting. So um, switched over into powerlifting and now here we are um, getting ready for my first competition with Art. Uh, but met Art through an old job. Very grateful to have oh, old job. Old job. <laughs> what you say, old job. Um, but yeah, definitely grateful to be here. It's definitely opened up a whole bunch of everything. Say. Yeah. A whole bunch of everything. Cool. So. <coughs> Are you clearing your throat? Oh no. Don't you? Yeah, it's on you. Water.
guess it's my turn. My name is Meech. Um, former collegiate athlete, veteran. You know, I don't like to talk about that really, but um, I came, I've been working out for years, uh, more so just out of requirement for the thing that I was doing. Um, I happened to meet Jeremy through my mom, because he's, he's currently training my mother right now. And I think like the first day we talked, we kind of connected. Working with him ever since, and then as things progressed, I got introduced to Art, Jason, Melissa, his wife, and um, as a team, continue to grow, just meeting new people. Uh, so I'm just happy to be a part of the part of the squad. You know what I'm saying? I, that's pretty much it. Well, happy to have you, folks. We're not. Okay. <laughs> 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 people go, I'm like, what you think? Look, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I have to look that up. I'm trying to be slim thick, that's all. I'm trying to get it right, you know what I'm saying? Thick. 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 I joined um, Black Girls Run, and Ooh. I really got into running. Um, I've done three half marathons, um, okay, walking Adrian. some of them, but I think I walked the last two, but nevertheless, three half marathons. And then, because I'm not athletic by nature, I just stopped and didn't do anything. Would go to the gym here and there. And um, I was introduced to yoga in 2000. And I went and didn't like it because I didn't see anybody who looked like me. Nothing about it pertained to me. So I didn't do anything with it until a very good friend of mine invited me to a yoga class with her where it was an African-American yoga class, African-American music. And I, I liked it, but not enough to go back. So I think it was probably, um, I don't remember how many years after the first visit, but 2019, I bought a membership on Groupon. And it was for five sessions over two weeks. I used five sessions in one week. I was in love. And then it became, um, it became a, my medicine. Mm -hmm. So then what I found out during this journey is people come to yoga because of trauma, whether it's... Um, family, personal, something brings you to that place where you need that peace. And I had a family trauma happen three weeks after I started and I realized during my practice that yoga was saving my life. So because I was able to deal, and I'm a teacher, so I was having a really rough school year, family trauma, and the only way I could make it was through yoga. And it was the release of the pressure, the having, allowing myself to have that time to devote to myself. Like it's an hour and it's hard enough to find an hour to do anything for yourself, but you're an hour, no phone, no contact. It's you and your mat. And that became my sanctuary. So um, it I, I realized that it wasn't a matter of if I would become a teacher, it was a matter of when. So in September, after 
Art and I were married, and he pretty much bullied me into doing this. Bullied? <laughs> bullied? <laughs> yeah, 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 you Let's bullied be very like clear. Like, well, it was back. You were very good. You were lovingly bullying me into this. It was like, well, you know, you would say, what you waiting for? I mean, because, you know, like, you go, you do this, you love it, why not? And it, when my, um, my yoga teacher, who became a very, very dear friend of mine, said, hey, I'm starting a new cohort. What you gonna do? And I came home and I said, this is what I think I wanna do. It's very expensive to do this um, because of the yoga alliances and all the powers that be. There's so many certificate, there's so many hours of certification and there's a, a cost to that, but it has proven to be the best investment I could have ever made in myself, even bigger than college. Mm -hmm. This is, college is what you do to get to where you wanna go, but yoga is how you stay sane in the midst of all the crazy. So, um, I need to join a church. So my why is not why yoga, it's more like why not? Because mm. it is really the, the panacea to keeping things um, so I look forward to doing this because all of you are athletes and bodybuilders and I'm so not but I'm just looking forward to breaking y'all because Yourself into a pose Absolutely. for a minute, I, and just, I, some people have been in my class. Yeah. Can I just say it is not easy? It is not. <laughs> my itty stretch of the word. Uh, yeah. Those, what, those like poses were intense. But you did it. You did it. Yeah, light cardio. That was aggressive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mel was looking at me. If you have me do one more plank, I'm yeah. going to do. Yeah, because we went from plank to downward we're dog, dog to yeah. plank to downward dog. I'm like, I'm like, in my head, I was like, enough is enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's like a punishment or something like that. Well, but it's like you found yeah. out what you really can do, and you you found you find out that it's not about how much you lift, because you're lifting yourself, and yeah. that's no joke. I will say that after that after that session, I did come in here and squat by 700 pounds. So you I, did. We, we felt you know what? Good, we yeah. talked about that. It was so I don't know what it was, but. I know for me that after it's like an hour and a half we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like an hour and a half. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which I just felt like we got bamboozled because I thought it was sixty minutes. It was sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did the hour and half. She it was no, you only did oh, sixty minutes. minutes. It's a long sixty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what even the hour though. We came in that's when we did That was the dead body day. Yeah, that's dead body day. Dead body day. That was ended up in the squat rack. So, but after we left that class, I know for me, I don't know. I got this this energy yeah. that I'm like, hey, okay, I'm ready to do something. Yeah. You know? and I, 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 but I don't know. I did it, it happened for the hour class and half for the hour and a half class. And after the hour and a half class, we just came in here with squat like 700 something pounds for reps, mm -hmm. and then for after the hour class. That's when we were doing, you know, everyone pretty much pushed themselves to like the deepest of the deepest squat. Mm -hmm. And then somebody 
almost died. I don't have to say any names now, but Mail. somebody died. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> hey, man, you know, this sounds like, like somebody was getting cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all said, like, after I left, I feel like a million bucks. And then, like, after that, someone died. It was like, well, somebody was doing some drugs. Like, I mean, like, what was going on between the two inside? Like, I felt amazing after I left that class. Like, yeah, it, was, it was crazy. It was the craziest thing. And then, uh, but, yeah, and I think we talked about that, too, as far as, like, is there something in yoga that, or even in, in the, the training realm, where after you put out so much, um, I don't know, effort, yeah, something, yeah, yeah, maybe that's the thing, that you just get this rush of, of energy, mm -hmm. you know, this surge of energy. Mm -hmm. I, it was, it was. I think, I think for me, the, after the session, I just felt like relaxed. Like yeah, my body, yeah, my, my body felt, my body felt completely relaxed. So coming in and then going into an, uh, an intense workout, it's like. I can I can keep going versus right. me coming in on a day where I haven't stretched every oh yeah right, muscle. Your already <laughs> right. warmed up it's yeah, as warmed yeah. up as it could possibly be and, and so yeah. like that I think that made a I think you know stretch well we always emphasize stretching before you go into it but doing something like yoga prior to you coming in doing a heavy workout or an intense workout I think it it definitely is beneficial as far as trying to see where you are as far as gains and mm -hmm. strength you are so I I felt good you know. I'm glad. Yeah. It hurt. Man, <laughs> I, it was, we were sweating like we did. Man, like I was looking around like, is no one else sweating the way I'm like dripping? Yeah. And it's just me. There like, oh, okay. Right. Puddles. 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 That's when you know it's, you put your you put everything into it. Yeah, it's yeah. I've done it. I've almost um, passed out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had that time. I was just like, nah. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> still master. Put a hoodie on. You know, it's like, it's fine. It's fine. But it was definitely good. I, I enjoyed the session. Yeah. yeah. It's necessary. All right. My name is. Our heavy duty. Myron. <laughs> uh, name on Instagram is Mr. No Days Off. As you can see, you know, I ain't got my shirt on, but you know. I it was is, like, it is, it's no days off for it, sure. Did you stretch from the shoulder to shoulder or just on uh, the chest? No, I was more so I did, I did a couple of chest press. <laughs> <watching> <laughs> here, you know what I'm saying? I was like, got some time or just chest press, you know? <laughs> Staple of working out for everybody. Go do some chest press. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I wrestled in high school and college. Uh, of course, when like I, WCW or I, you know, I used to watch that. I used to be like, you know, I want to be on there. But then it's like, you still do. Was here like rock no, no, you ain't gonna get in there. No, I'm not gonna be around here. Y'all can push my mask on. Wrestling anymore? Like, I chose the real wrestling. Um, well, no, real technical wrestling. But uh, I went to Collinwood, went to school with Jeremy. I see, I see Jeremy in a, in a, lo in a uh, locker room all the time, lifting all the weights. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm not working out. <laughs> <laughs> really, no working out. But one thing I piggyback off what you were saying was I did have a trauma experience, like domestic violence, stuff like that at home. So it was like, I didn't have any outlets. Mm -hmm. So I used to be in my buddy's basement. We were just down there just hitting up lifting weights. Not really thinking anything of it, but I knew like watching TV, watching wrestling, stuff like that. I knew I wanted a physique like that, but it was like, well, they work out, so I'll work out. But I wasn't serious about it, you know, so I wasn't serious. So well, once I went to high school to college, uh, once I uh, came out of college, I was just hanging out, and uh, Buddy was like, you know, you want to um, wanna work out? And I was just like, I can't do nothing else. So <laughs> I started in like 2008, and it's been going since then. So it's been going ever since then, and you know, through the pandemic, uh, I've always felt like I'm so passionate about fitness. It's like it's kind of hard to give people that information if they're not going to really take heed of it. Mm -hmm. So it's more so like, well, people be like, yeah, I want to work out, I want to work out, and I'd be like, well, 
I was dedicated and I was understanding the, the goals of doing this because I wrestled in high school and college. I was just being very disciplined in regards to, you know, getting those goals and seeing those results. So uh, when I finally uh, switched over to like, you know, be a trainer during the pandemic, people started, you know, we, people transitioned so much to the pandemic. Uh, like, yeah, I want to do fitness. But then it's like the pros and cons that you run through when it comes to dealing with clients. <laughs> my head was like, my head hurt. But that's another episode. We're, that's another episode. We're, going, we're, going, we're going just in depth. Yeah, man. I, um, I love fitness. Uh, I love teaching people. I love, um, you know, just seeing people's results, seeing people happy, seeing people get results. Um, you know, just that newfound glory of just what they've accomplished. But it wasn't, it's not me doing the work for you. It's me giving you the tools, but you built a whole house and you should be happy with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, pass along to someone else. But yeah, man, this, this fitness is uh, nonstop. Um, it's lifestyle changing. It's a, it's a passion that you can never get rid of because that feeling you know, is better than a lot of things. I'm saying it is. Better than a lot of things. Not better than a lot of things, but it's better than a lot of things. But yeah, um, fitness, man, I love it. So look forward to getting my knowledge. Oh, I am certified personal trainer, ISSA. I don't got that many certifications everybody else does, <laughs> but we're we going to work on that. You know, I'm, I'm going to get there. You know, I'm wearing across my head or something like that. You know, I got like a lantern or something. But, you know.
And you know, well, when I was a kid, they had the back to the Marvel comics. They had these little, um, little ads that you could like buy stuff and you know whatever <laughs> stuff. Right. So the one thing that this pill get muscles. Kind of, kind of. But the one that I, I the one I remember is is hilarious. It's like a little three or four caption cartoon where the dude takes his girlfriend to the beach. Anyone ever see this one? Mm-hmm. Dude takes his girlfriend. To I can't. I guess not. Oh. <laughs> we are on the edge of our seat. No, he takes his girlfriend to the beach. You know, they're in the get to the beach, and they're playing volleyball. And this other dude who's like all muscle bound walks over, and as they're sitting down, he kicks sand in the dude's face and takes his girl. Typical. Right. <laughs> right. Typical so I'm like, huh? I want to be like. That dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would be like him. He's all big and whatnot, right? Then they say, if you want to be like this dude, whatever, whatever, you know, take this, this, and that, whatever. So I'm like, okay, that was like the first time. I remember I was sixth grade at the diary table and I saw that. I was like, okay. So I started doing some push ups, whatever, you know, whatever else. And then, uh, but my dad, my dad was a bodybuilder. Um, uh, he grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. He was a bodybuilder. He was on the cover of a. Uh, I can't remember the name of the magazine. I saw the cover. He's got it. Uh, it's like a local Cincinnati, you know, weird type thing. Right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, man, that's my pops, right? Okay. So then uh, growing up, he took me around some of his friends who had one guy, Paul, he was a Cincinnati cop, and he had the old pig iron where it was like one piece of a barbell, right? He had all this stuff in his basement. And I was like, wow. You know, and they were telling me about the workouts and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, huh. And then after a while, my dad had worked out still, like off and on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people would come over to the house and, you know, train. And that's all I started, like, doing what I saw them doing, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, I, and then, uh, another story for I got a lot of stories. Right? So, <laughs> another story. We, there was this neighborhood party, right? And I had this one shirt that was, you know, like Myron shirts, all pretty tight. Pretty, <laughs> okay. pretty, pretty tight. I, was I, was I, was I, I actually feel this shirt out. <laughs> this shirt, this athletic fit. We told y'all before the lights came on, y'all. Like, so I had, we had this little old raggedy, raggedy shirt we got from Sears back in the day. Had the old, pla- remember the old plastic? Well, yeah, plastic waist, you know, weeder plastic waist. So I'm going this far. I'm like, I'm gonna get my pump first. I'm gonna get real fast like that dude in the magazine back in the day. So I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And I got a little pump in my chest. I saw the line right here in the mirror. I was like, no way. It's ready for the party. I was upset because nobody recognized my tight shirt. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, I need to work out more. So off and on, I started working out more and more and more. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. But no, um, you know, I went to college on a soccer scholarship. Got there my first year, broke the ball on my foot, and they said, "Well, keep the scholarship, then you have to just just work out, mm-hmm. whatever." So I went in this in the gym, which consisted of a universal machine mm-hmm. in the old school mm-hmm. one, one piece universal all machine. around. Yep, yep, yep. All around. and that turned into something. And then uh, one of my buddies played football. He got hurt. He got me to the gym, and we're going. I'm going to this gym. He goes, "Where are you going?" I said, "No, I'm going to the gym." It's not that gym, the other gym. I'm like, there's another gym, right? So we go up the stairs in the field house, open the door, and I felt like the angel saying, <laughs> like the lights came out of my ear, and I felt the tear. Like the angel, <laughs> I felt the tear right here. It was nothing but 
bench, squat, um, deadlift platform, all that kind of, all the pig art, old pig art, right? And needless to say, I plugged out of college after that because all I did is go to the gym and go eat. <laughs> so that's, that's all I did, right? That's all I did. But, but I came home for, from uh, Christmas break, went to school, high school. Everybody's like, damn, you got big. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working a little bit. <laughs> and then from there, it was on. It was on from there. But um, yeah, I just continued. I just like working out. And then later in life, you know, it, there was a, a point where, you know, you said, you know, it, you identified it, it's yoga safety, like that kind of thing. I, you know, you said what you said, but there was a way that I could go in there and just, like, you know, work shit out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just really um, focus on something and just push it and push it and push it to the point that I was just so exhausted that, you know, what was big became small. Mm-hmm. You know? And I was, at the same time, I was developing myself. Because one thing that really um, draws me to working out more so that was kind of, I was in the military too, and one of the things about putting yourself in the military was, was that, you know, that, that mental mindset, that growth mindset, gotcha. you know, how, how far can you go, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because I don't care how big and strong you are, anytime you throw 500 pounds on your back, that's significant, you know, and a lot of people will never even do that, because I'm, I'm, I'll tell me what you think, because one of the things I see is that any gym you go to, the squat rack is the loneliest piece of equipment. <laughs> only the true, the true warrior. <laughs> <laughs> only the five percenters go to the squat chosen. rack. Yeah, yeah, and so, but that's why I found, you know, um, that was that was my thing, you know, and the the mental aspect of it, the the you know, pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself, and that's that's really even now what really motivates me is how far I can push myself, you know, because I, I remember. Uh, with Devon last year, uh, yeah, you were there, Devon. Devon's a boxer. One of my clients is a boxer, and Devon has no off switch. Oh no! This this dude will let's go. Yeah, he he is by far. He's the type of client you get, and you gotta like really really come up with some plan. like ridiculous yeah. unconventional type stuff because he So, you remember this? Yes. And so he said, well, I'm not going to stop you. Stop. I'm like, okay. So, three hours later, <laughs> oh, literally three hours later, he had to go. <laughs> I, I, I think I left the iron on. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> but no, he left. But um, it, was, it, was just, it was just funny. But, you know, but that's, that's the crowd that I identify with. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much how, you know, we all came together. Is that I think it's, um, I mean, you, when you go to a, a gym, people stand out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People stand out. So not only <coughs> with the weight and their size, but you know, you, you see how far they're pushing themselves. Yes. You know how often they're there. Uh, do they come in and just do ten sets with the weight they control, or do they load it up to see how many times they can get it? Mm-hmm. I think it's people just understanding. Like it's it's a difference between coming here. And just you know, you said loading up and just pushing, you know, so opposed to being focused and understand what yeah. you're doing yeah. and how to hit that muscle, and then also being able to take what you have out there 
and to be able to challenge the will really to put that into mm-hmm. this workout and go back out there and just like hey I'm way more relieved yeah because mm-hmm. understand like this dude dealing with life in general right you know you can't control what goes on out there but once you come in here you can oh, control that yeah mm-hmm. and that's the same mindset i had for wrestling like it was a team sport but it didn't matter how you guys did we can all y'all can all lose i'm still gonna win right that's not that's mm-hmm. not being selfish but it was just like it was a two-way two-way yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. so with life it's like when you go in life it's like hey life is so bad today but you can go you can take all that negative energy and just mm-hmm. put it into this gym and just feel way more relieved because they can't take that from you. Right. Yeah. Right. They can't take this from you. Like anything, I'm back to my life. You know. But I just, but I've always felt that, like even like trauma, what I was going through. If I'm going through some bull out there, it's like I come in the gym. Like they can't take this from me. Mm-hmm. I don't come from nobody. Say like my knowledge, how much I put into this, and just my drive, and it just always resonates with me when it comes to the gym. And then what you were saying about the, um, just walking to a gym. Like, true people who go to the gym. Like you go to the gym, you be like, "That's a nice gym." <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got that. Oh, right. oh they got that too. Right. Oh, okay, okay. You be like, you so happy, like. Yeah. Like, 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 like what kind of gym is playing tennis? Like, you know. Right. <laughs> right. 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 You know, Mary, I can respect that because I know that when it came to my practice, I would go really hard to, if it was a day where the family was really struggling and work was really bad and. I had been cussed out by one too many kids, and I would take it to that mat, and I could I could feel my body um, adjust. I could feel the stress leave, but I could feel the muscles working to hold me in positions that I never in a million years thought I could make. And then just learning the anatomy of yoga, that when I move, I'm affecting this muscle, which affects that muscle, which affects how I stand, which affects how I talk, it affects how I walk. And it, it's a holistically better approach to how I'm going to be. So if I can give it my all here mm-hmm. on the mat, on the bench, on the squat rack, then I can I can handle what you throw to me. But then I know where to come back to get rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. I think I think now for me, I think this is probably be the first year where I've actually like taken working out seriously. Like for me personally, uh, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, cause, well, so yeah, because when you're doing. Funny story is when I first met Meese, he was being trained by Jeremy. I, I was just standing there talking to Jeremy, whatever, in between. And Meese goes, uh, well, how, what are you doing today? How many, whatever. First thing I got Jeremy's out. Uh, 200 deadlifts in the group. I'm like, what? 200? <laughs> so I was like, wow, okay. But you know what? But that influenced my training. You know? Because, I mean, I learn from you guys all the time. Sure. And, I mean, I know I'm, you know, over 40, but I still learn from y'all. Don, 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 Don. Mic drop right there. Everyone go in and tell me, I'm going to tell you, 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 I'm going to just so everyone knows, I mean, how many how many women, mothers, or just just women? How many women do you have spotting and or deadlifting over three hundred three hundred pounds? Jerry, we got probably like seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
And, and no injuries. Right. That's not a single injury. injury. You know, and you put everyone through that same essentially it's a crucible type joint, you know. So I it's mean, just I mean, I there, there's definitely a, I say it was a it was a competitive aspect. Yeah. You know? yeah. When I first met Jerry, I'm like, I'm not gonna tell you no. So if I'm gonna do it, <coughs> I'm I'm gonna do it. Uh, and his, you know, his approach to working out was something that I had never been privy to. Like, I always looked at working out as a job, whether it was me playing football or whether it was me having to stay in physically in shape for service. You know what I'm saying? I never looked at it as something I can really, like, yeah, I can take pride in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've, I've always naturally been a stronger individual. Um, so, yeah. for me, <laughs> <laughs> so for me, like, working out was just like, uh, okay, I got to I gotta go to 7 a.m. workout. I got to go to PT. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't anything for me to, like, really – Look at it and say, okay, this is something I can take personally right. and actually find enjoyment out of it right. until I met Jeremy and then subsequently meet everybody else. Uh, I'm not getting emotional or nothing like that. But, uh, <laughs> no, okay, but um, this is, I, it's I the think, same zone, man. It's the same it, zone. You know, um, <laughs> going into my, it's, it's a weird, like, epiphany. I say epiphany moment with, like, me going into my 30s and I'm realizing there are more things I can take personally now than I thought I could. Know, previously, so working out was one of those things, and me and Jeremy talk all the time. We'll, what we'll turn into was supposed to be an hour session, would end up being two and a half, three hours. Okay, let me try this out. Let me try, and I've become this man's guinea pig. All extra games, all extra games, but, um, definitely a lot of experimentation. Though, yeah, it's, for it, sure. it's definitely working out with this group of individuals has definitely shifted my perspective of what working out can be. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be a job. It doesn't have to be a burden. And it can be something that you can thoroughly enjoy. Now I come in here, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm like, okay, what are we doing today? What's what's the vibe? Like, are we doing this? And so it may be something insane, but (laughs) we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to have fun out of it. It's not not something that's – I think a lot of times people look at working out and and, and being healthy, having a healthier lifestyle, they look at that as a burden. I got to do this and this and this to have this type of body or have to eat this and this and this to feel this type of way. So um, I think that when you get around a group of individuals and of experienced trainers who don't make you look at working out and living and having a healthier lifestyle, it makes a drastic, drastic, drastic change. Like you come across trainers who – just doing it because it's a easy it's a way to make money. Right. They don't take the time to get to know the client and like, okay, what what are you about? And then, you know, understanding that person also helps the workouts uh, be a lot more fruitful, I would yeah, say. Yeah, so yeah. you know that's a testament to y'all just the the type of environment that y'all nurtured uh, early on when I met y'all, you know what I'm saying? So what is it that because in all my years I've never heard of a 200 <laughs> 200 rep just one set I mean I've never heard that so but it what hurt. is it that really it hurts yeah what for sure what really inspired that with you man what made you think about that also in regards to saying that just for deadlifts like if we're if you're saying <laughs> 200 deadlifts like if someone's not doing his deadlift properly, like oh, right. it wasn't just a deadlift. It was a, it was was a deadlift day. to a row. All right, it's even worse. So, <laughs> so but the main thing is we're talking about this lower back. This lower back's about to be on fire, like to the point, like probably after this two hundred, like yeah, everyone go home. Like 
After it's too hard for start. Uh, conditioning, man. That's the one thing I, I always started with con- conditioning, man. Um, you have to. I mean, that's the beginning of the strength. That's the beginning of the building. Um, it's your conditioning. It's your foundation. With Meach, um, I ain't never had nobody that his size, so it was just like he's an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big dude. He ain't scared. Let's let's shoot from the hip. Um, find out what he like, what he can, what he can't do. Um, fix some change, mobility, tightness. And then when it comes down to the reps, uh, it kind of started with him because he wouldn't say no. <laughs> That's the best case scenario. Yeah, sure, right? He wouldn't say no. And um, kind of same thing with my background. So I'm used to some, doing some of the reps from calisthenics. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of transfer that, transfer that over to the gym. Um, but he wouldn't say no. So it was just like, let's see what he can do. 200. So you're going to do 200 for 200. <laughs> I always try to keep his mind. I wouldn't say no, but there was a lot of cussing going on in my head. but uh no, man, it's, it's just, I, it, it became competitive for me, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't me competing against anybody else, it was me competing against myself. And it was, right. Like, when I'm doing these reps, like, I'm really having a conversation, like, you, you, you done? Oh, yeah. Are you, are you done? And yeah. in my head, I'm like, no, I ain't done. Let me go one more. It hurts, but let me go again, and let me go again, and to the point where, I don't know, it was one workshop, it was one workout that we did, and I just laid there. I just laid there. <laughs> you know, and right. you, you like you had you had one of those like, like what the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> 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 like what? Do, and then I looked at him like, bro, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> why are you like this? And, but you know, say it, it. It just became like it became more of a like an internal battle, but not in a negative way. It's like, okay, let's. He gonna push me, but how are you? How far are you gonna like you said pushing yourself mentally and having that mental fortitude to go beyond your plateaus and those walls and everything, so I didn't say no. Yeah. You know, that let, him, that let him to be an overly creative. Like, you know, <laughs> you know when Jeremy mind working, because he'll come in and he'll start looking, then he'll start smiling. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's you know what? You know what? Come on, I got something I for got you. I got something for you. <laughs> and, so with, and then, you know, we had days where, like, the workout was supposed to be this, then it turned out to be something oh, completely yeah. different yeah. from, but, you know what I'm saying, it's, like, it, like I said, it, it speaks to the experience. It speaks to, you know, his knowledge that he has. Um, and I I think, what, we started in June? Mm-hmm. June. I've seen the most gains and changes in my body within this past, like, seven to eight-month period than I can say that I've ever seen in my life as, as much as I spent in the gym, as much as I spent being – uh, physically active, like I've noticed more changes now, mm-hmm. ever. Um, just being under his tutelage and, or, you know, dying under him. And <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you, let me ask you this though. So, through those times of being with him, did you understand the aspect of eating is key? Um, uh, well, yeah, we talk about food all the time. <laughs> um, well, first of all, you're, you're vegan. Yeah, so I'm. I'm I'm, okay. I'm, I'm pescatarian oh, yeah, with, yeah. with vegan options. Nah. <laughs> but um, I always understood the concept of eating. But it wasn't so much as you know, me paying attention. Because a lot of things I don't eat. Like I don't eat red meat. I don't eat pork. I don't eat chicken. So 
my diet primarily consisted of you know fish and seafood, which is pretty low, low like low protein. Yeah, so for me, it's like it got to the point where you know I tell him like I'm I'm not someone who like naturally has a big appetite. Okay. Like I could skip breakfast and be perfectly fine, and my first big meal would be my lunchtime. So I would how would you feel during those times? Because my concept of when I'm telling my clients is like can't drive a car without any gas. You have to fuel your body for that day. So for me, here's the thing, like, and you know, I would know, like, being in the service, there are, there are days where you won't get breakfast. You know what I'm saying? So inter inter intermittent fasting happened by accident, but it became a natural, it, it became a natural thing for me. So like, it got to the point where I didn't notice that, you know, any drastic change. I was like, you know, lunch, okay, now it's time for me to so I go a whole, I could go a whole eight hours without feeling any type of depletion or energy drain, mm -hmm. uh, as far as from food consumption. But now it's just like you just have to eat, dog. You know, you got you got to increase your your, your eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You big, right? but you know what I'm saying. So now I'm I'm in this phase where I'm trying to be more disciplined and having more structured meals. I'm trying to make sure that when I get up, I'm having you know at least a smoothie or a shake or something to start my day, making sure I'm having lunch, making sure I'm eating during like, that's been a struggle for me now because I'm changing up my entire routine uh, well, for, for a reason, but I'm changing up my entire routine now as far as you know, eating and stuff like that. So the discipline is coming right now. So when you start being more disciplined, you start seeing more gains in self, seeing your body changing? Uh, right now, I would say, I become a lot hungrier faster. I become a lot hungrier faster, um, but I understand it. I understand the benefit now, especially when you start talking about you know, bodybuilding and powerlifting. Like you, you have to eat, eat right <laughs> because yeah. you're, and you know, within that, if you work in five to six days of the week and you're burning upwards of fifteen hundred plus calories mm -hmm. a session, your eight, which you're eating throughout that week is sometimes not even hitting that hitting that volume. So now I'm trying to make it so I'm hitting that volume or more. So when I come into my sessions, I'm not feeling as, as drained or as, and which is, like I said, it's difficult to go from intermittent fasting for six, seven years to yeah. now you have to, you, you gotta eat breakfast. Yeah. You gotta you gotta eat lunch, you gotta eat dinner. You gotta, you know, you can snack any taste. You know, I like chocolate. Cookies as well. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Just just by, you know, listening to Jeremy and R and Jason speak about, you know, certain things, I pick up on things. That's you good. know what I'm saying? You know, if you know if Jason was here, he I might bring like, what do you eat, dog? Like yeah. how how much do you weigh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you see Jason, Jason looked two forty, but the dog, you know, he's like two hundred and twelve pounds. And just picking his mind about eating habits and things like that, I was able to start cultivating my own. Um, so, I think everyone on this table is going to be competing at some point in the next year or two. Yes. Um, but do you have one coming up? When's your show? Uh, I want to do April 2nd. Um, is that the one Jason was? Yeah, Jason. I was doing April 2nd one. Yeah. Um, but like I, when, he, when he talks about just what it all goes into, like from bodybuilding show, from powerlifting, whatever you're trying to accomplish at that time, it takes so much dedication, so much discipline, because, you know, I don't I don't too much care about, I mean, I love the gym, but if I'm trying to reach a certain physique and I'm trying to look a certain way, 
don't give a damn about the gym. Like the gym don't really, the gym is like, you know, we all know it's only 20%. Yeah. You know, so it's like the eating is what's key. It's, I try to cram that down my, my client's throat all the time. Like, so let me ask you this question, because I, I know you're here with the wrestler, and we all know the wrestlers do cut weight. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, damn. So, like, going, <laughs> going from, like, can you start in high school or? High school, we'll do like Jackson Junior High. Okay, so when you start first wrestling at a young age, and I, I guess at an age that you were starting to cut, versus what you're doing now, because you, 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 you're, you're more informed mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, how, how is, like, because cutting is cutting. Yeah. How, how has cutting changed for you then versus now? So, mm. all right. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, mm, you know, back when in high school, they they weren't they wasn't doing hydration cuts. So to the point that they wasn't seeing that you could go from cutting twenty pounds a week or something like that. If your body could do it, then it can do it. Uh, you know, it was more so just like don't eat, work out, put a bag on, put a sauna suit on. Run around this track, and we like literally will run around the track like a hundred times. This week. The same basement I see Jeremy a million times. Like, <laughs> we had, to the point, like we'd be out running the track, the track guys, like, cause we did so much running. Yeah. It was just more so, just like discipline, going home, missing Thanksgiving, missing Christmas, missing all these things. Uh, I'm just saying, knowing just not to eat mm-hmm. to cut the weight. And then once I made weight, then I can do what I want. Um, opposed to learning bodybuilding, learning. The body on it needs to be fed to burn a certain amount of weight, and then also if you're trying to build muscle, you gotta you know just tweak it. You gotta know your body. So when it went from me just being being hungry, being you know dry mouth, uh, cotton mouth, everything because I haven't I'm not getting the proper nutrients in my body, opposed to doing the proper vitamins, uh, eating my six meals a day. Even after eating those six meals, now after getting a good gym session and getting my cardio in, getting my uh, my abs in. Getting my fasted cardio in the morning, and then still eating those six meals, and still in the middle of the night waking up to still eat another meal because I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. But these meals were all portioned out. It was just like, wow, like the body's been eating all day and it's still hungry, mm-hmm. but I'm losing mm-hmm. weight though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opposed to someone saying, you know what, I don't eat breakfast, and then you be like, why did you eat breakfast? And you'd be like, I don't like that. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> really? Like, I grew up on breakfast in the morning, so I don't understand, but. Uh, just watching other people, like, I had a client. Uh, she came in, and she's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't eat. And then she's on the, she's the deadlifting, she's dead. And I look at her, my lips is just crusty as ever. <laughs> and I didn't want to, you know, me as a trainer, I didn't want to be like, you need to get that, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like, I, I didn't, I asked her, like, did you eat? Yeah. And she's yeah. like, no. And I was like, so you ain't here going hard. You ain't got no water. And you haven't eaten. Goodbye. And you just out here just dogging <laughs> like this. I was just like, you gonna need to like eat something. You gonna need to bring a gallon mm-hmm. of water or something. Yeah. A gallon. I'm like, you gonna pass well, out. Well, yeah. I'm not saying a gallon, but you know, just having some type of water on hand to mm-hmm. where you can drink. And she start taking her meals in in the morning, and she starts seeing the results. Mm-hmm. I told you, and then, you know, but just transitioning, transitioning from uh, not knowing, just knowing not to eat to knowing how to eat, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how to go. That's what really transitioned for me, but it was just a discipline. The discipline really was from wrestling, really would resonate me even now to know like, yeah, uh, I had pizza last week. I don't, I don't need to eat that much. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know I have to like portion control. Mm-hmm. Understand what I had last week. I don't need to have it again. It's just going to be back. Like, 
So if you were a, a, a wrestling coach now at that level, would you would you still encourage what you what you did, or would you how, would you change that around? How would you treat? I mean, can't do that now. Um, you know, it's a hydration test. Like you're you're, you're checking BMIs and you're checking you know how much you can weight, how much you, how much weight you can lose. So those guys that I was wrestling with at the time, we were doing like maybe like one twenty five. They were cut down like one oh three. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. And a couple of Jiro did that. Jiro did that. Oh, wow. A couple of days? Or? You're talking like probably like a a, a week. Wow. A week. So you're, mm. you're thinking like a, a morning practice in the morning, and you're running all day, then you're going to practice, and then you're going to school, and then once you get done with school, you're coming back to practice, and then you're running all day. You're running again. <laughs> so you're probably walking around like a, just like half day. Oh, no. That was that was, that was was everyday thing. Like, <laughs> no, like literally, like, every, like, we, like we would be – I literally, like, we just talked to my buddy on the phone just about yesterday. Sergeant Jaquan about it. Oh, man. And um, uh, we were literally, like, he used to, like, cut weight. And then he'll be on the sideline and uh, we'll be practicing. And he'll be on the on the floor in the corner over there. And my coach would be like, get up. And he'd be like, just like, just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, in the back of my head, I'm just like, that man hasn't eaten in, like, four days. <laughs> you know, he hasn't eaten in four days. And, you know, you're talking about going home and telling this guy to sip some, some tea and, bowl of cereal and don't drink don't drink the milk and this is like it was just it was like wow so in my mind no I wouldn't want people to endure that I mean that really that really messed my mind up for real like it was at times like like throughout the years I would like get hot flashes and I'd be like oh man I hope it don't be like that again like, <laughs> like I used to hate getting hot like it was just like it was so it was so extreme like I'm sitting here with a hoodie on and a hat on you were like hallucinating, like, see the it, was, it, was, it, was, it was bad, man. But, you know, it was just like, it was that common goal. Like, yeah. knowing that goal, like, all right, when I get on this map, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did to get here, bro? Like, it's about to be over for you, so. Um, but don't you think with eating, it's a, it's teaching what time to eat before you actually absolutely, work out? Absolutely, Because I know I can't eat before an 8 o'clock yoga class. If, if it's 7.15, I got to suck it up and just drink water. I have to eat like six, six fifteen, and give my body time to process what I've eaten so that I can actually perform better. So you don't think something like a light snack or something? I might eat a uh, an energy bar, and that's about it. That's right. I can't do, but if I eat at six six a.m. for an eight a.m. class, I can eat a piece of fruit and a piece of toast. It's like I can eat a little bit more substance because I've given my body time to process okay. it before I start moving. Well, one thing we've always learned is consistency is key. Mm -hmm. So if you stay consistent with something and your body gets used to it, then you know it'll it'll, it'll grasp to it better. Opposed yeah. to you know you having a big breakfast and you're trying to go do it. I like it. But I, it, I definitely see exactly what you're saying that mm -hmm. you have to put something in you before you start doing anything. Yes. Mm -hmm. And before I didn't, and then would wonder why. 45 minutes in, I'm like, you know what? I'm about to roll this sucker and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I was just spent. I couldn't think about yeah. another move, another no yeah. anything. Right. But when I see that I actually do put something, no matter how close or how far away, I just perform better. Yes. See, that's mm -hmm. funny. See, I can't work out in the amount of time. I can't eat before I work out. We're talking about how long is that span before you're eating? Because, like, I mean, like, it, I mean, it's just, it's not. It's what you're eating for real. Like, I wouldn't be like, you got to go to Chipotle and get a whole Chipotle bowl 
And then try to work out. And then try to work yeah, out. Yeah, I can do that, but I, mean, I, mean, I, I can do that. I, 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 I got right to a workout, but most of the time, 90% of the time. Wait, before you come to work out, don't you? Because you're a caucus right? <laughs> so, but as far as coffee, I mean, would you consider it coffee? I mean, it's, it's a milk suppressant. Yes, it okay. is. Mm-hmm. But does it? Continue to something? Yeah. Does that offset? Do you do you find out that's that offset? What does coffee actually do? Like, like but I mean, some people do it like as like a type of like a pre-workout drink. It does. That's how just I like use it. As black with nothing extra in it. Yeah. yeah. Like I drink coffee. Like I'm not a coffee drinker. <laughs> I mean, like literally, but my girl, she. She can't leave the house without drinking coffee. Like I gotta literally wake up like coffee for you. She need she need that coffee opposed to me. I'm just like need some water. <laughs> need some water. This but that's truly how it should go. <laughs> yeah, like the right. water should come before you get the car because your body's already dehydrated after but water and coffee. Right. right. But yeah. no, yeah. you know, yeah. cream and sugar. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, even if you're having a quick eight ounce of water and then hitting the coffee, at least you've gone through and at least hydrated your body real quick before you get something in you that de- naturally dehydrates you. Yeah. But that but that coffee, like it, it, it it's it like, it's a suppressant because you know I'll try to eat my meal. Before I drink the coffee, and I don't drink coffee every once in a while. I have black coffee if I say I'm gonna go to do workout. Then mm-hmm. I say I drink some black coffee. But uh, you know, opposed to like really feeling like that, like you know, like that tingling sensation. <laughs> you know, I want I want the pre-workout, so that's why I don't really too too much do mm-hmm. uh, coffee. Now, even when I work third shift jobs, I was like, I don't need no coffee. Yeah. I'm going off natural energy. body energy because I've been eating and just. Type of person I am, like, so I don't need no coffee. Right. Like. So, but when you drink your coffee in the morning, then, then you work out. When do you find yourself getting hungry? Like, how, how far into the day? It's different. Because I'll, I'll, I won't eat nothing, but I'll have coffee. But, like, mid workout, like we was talking about, I need sugar. Right. I would need some sugar. <laughs> After that, I don't have to eat. Go home, or like maybe like three. Ooh, wow. So you eat how many meals a day? If you, if on a good day, on a good day. On a good day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking the same question. I'm asking the same question. Like, two, two. Yeah. I eat when I'm hungry. You know, I'm always I'm always a believer of that. Even okay. if you hungry. You know? So you you eat to live versus living to eat. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't but right. if you were competing, would that mindset change for you? Yeah, 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 for sure. Right, okay. Yeah, for sure. But it's just, I grew up on second shift so much. So intermittent eating is mm-hmm. how I was. So like, even if I do miss breakfast, my body's been trained so long to go ahead and just go throughout the day. Mm. How many meals a day do you do? Seven. <laughs> no, right now, I mean, at one point I was up to eight. I was at eight meals a day. So what, what is a meal eat? like? <laughs> Depends. I mean, what were you talking about meals now or meals when I was like? No, no, no. Like now, I mean, are you eating like eight Thanksgiving type meals or? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, barely, I'm barely even eating for real. Like, you know, I'll, I'll go when I go to the grocery store. You know, I'll grab the egg whites. I'll grab the oatmeal. I'll grab the whole eggs. Uh, I'll grab the bananas, everything else. And then I'll also grab that that maple that maple <laughs> Bob Evans bacon like, <laughs> <laughs> and that sausage. But um, you know, 
you know, when you get in a routine of doing something, I used to be dedicated to that at 6.30 in the morning. Make my meals and get my day started. Now it's just so hard to even get in that kitchen sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't even want to even cook nothing because I've been on the move so much and I haven't really been consistent with my meals. So my main thing is, I don't know, Chipotle. Like, you know, <laughs> Chipotle got all the food groups I need and that's going to take me through. Where, and I'm not getting that breakfast yet like I need to. So I'm probably getting it like two, three meals. Okay. And they'll be like, sometimes I won't get a meal in until probably like noon. Because I'll be hungry, but then I've been training all day because I had to jump up this morning right. to get ready and then I didn't have the time to make right. the meal. So, so if someone comes to you, a client comes to you and says, hey, I want to lose, I don't know, 30 pounds yeah. next week. I got a big head. Next week. Next week. Man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so, I mean, I've gotten that question. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I have someone come to me and say, uh, okay, I got a birthday party and we're going out. We're going out of town, whatever. And uh, I mean, just say, You gonna do yeah, it. You yeah, gotta, you got to really yeah. do it, though. Yeah, so do what do you suggest? What would you tell that client? Well, first I ask them do they want to smoke crack because <laughs> that's, like, that's like the only way you gonna like, get there, bro. Like, how, how bad do you want? How bad do you want? Like, you want to smoke crack? Like, you can. Like, you may get there. But uh, after you know, after I be a little facetious with them, um, you know, I'll be honest with them and I'll say, you know, it all depends on you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's how how bad do you want it? And people, they want to work out so. Bad. They want to just, they want to be that person that just looks so good. But it's like, you get into like two, three days of eating those meals and you driving down the street, you be like, I ain't that big for smell good. Like, <laughs> I ain't that <laughs> You smell everything because there's really everything you don't, you, you're not supposed to be having. And it just, it tastes way better because you haven't had it. Yeah. So, you know, that's where that discipline just goes out the window. Like, I, I many times I'll be eating my meals and I'm eating them like a week, two, three, three weeks straight. And I'm just like, I need a cheat meal. And then it was just so, and to be able to be disciplined and to have that one cheat meal and then go back to eating your meals, it's just it's really hard for people because most people just fall off. Mm-hmm. So I would tell them, like, if you really want to do this, you have to really start with your routine. Ah, man, you know, man. <laughs> 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 you know, not, not for the excuses to start, you know. Excuses to start when it comes to eating, when you get on the scale, like, all right, this is what I really had. Why didn't say that before? But yeah. I would recommend them, you know, just uh, low carb diet, real low carb diet. If you want to kind of like, you know, do some um, some um, carb cycling, carb cycling with them. Uh, keep that cardio up, uh, fasting cardio in the morning. Uh, keep those reps high. Um, you know, just being consistent. That's how I look at it. But you know, for most people who tell them that, it's just it sounds like a lot because you know when you're telling people to do all these things, it's still you still have a life out there. You have to take care of your father, your mother, you know, your auntie, whatever case may be. And you have to take this time. And they talk about this 24 hours in a day. And it's, it's really not 24 hours in a day. You're actually doing it by 16. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just give them all the tools and tell them what needs to be done. But it's just implementing it and make sure they're doing it consistently on a consistent basis to really see those goals. But I feel like people, when they taste, when they see stuff coming down, they get excited and then they get relaxed. I know that's happened to me where I said, okay, I'm going to cut some weight or whatever. So I did. I changed what I wanted. I need to change. And then one day I wake one night I wake up at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. kind of hungry. Mm-hmm. So I have, I'll start out with a little bit more cereal. 
So I'm getting the meal plans, you know, I'm getting sauna jackets, just everything that, you know, things I would use to get in position. It's been a year. This dude still looks the same. So come to find out, he'll be like, yeah, I'm eating my meals, you know, I don't smoke, I don't drink. I get another client that knows him. <laughs> I know I know from around the way, and I'm just like, all right, come to find out. He told me he owned the store. So me as a person that be in the store, if I, if I was in the store, I know I'd be grabbing Doritos, like Doritos, like, you know, bagging, <laughs> you know, and Little Debbie's everything. So come to find out, whole time, he worked at the store. He's, he's snacking. He's snacking. Yeah. He's drinking. He, he's lying about his cardio. He's doing in the morning. He's not eating his meals. Mm. He's missing sessions. So it's like, get to a year later, I was like, bro, I got to fire you. He really was like, he about to cry. He literally walked out like, I like, I really like walked out the principal's office. Like, <laughs> and I feel bad because I was just like, damn, why did I talk to a man like that? <laughs> it was like, it, it wasn't like on some, you know, I'm dogging you. It was on some, bro, I, I just don't want your, so you just, you're not, you're not, you're not committed. You're, you're not, not exactly. You lying you know, he was really like lying about it. But it's almost like you don't even have to lie about it because you, I you still don't lie. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, see, yeah. Show. your body gonna tell on you yeah. before you even try to say anything. But he would really try to lie to me about it, like, yeah, I ain't doing that. And I used to be like, I'm talking about, I used to be dogging him. Like, <laughs> dogging them, like, like on some, you gonna work out like me, you know, we're gonna get on the Stairmaster, we're Stairmaster every day, you know, you know, 500 back rows, like, oh, on the oh, back no. of the shit. Those numbers don't sound too crazy, like, you know, I'll put a client on, on a tread, like on a trampoline, a, a thousand jumps, and, uh, you know, just, just pump it. So, but to them, it, it sounds like it's a lot, but honestly, to why, 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 why? I'm just thinking like a thousand reps. <laughs> <laughs> That's just on Jerry's back. I'm like over how many days? No, you'd be like, I'd be like, hey, in this session, I need to do it in like 30 minutes. But you know, like on one of those like little small treadmill, yeah. I mean, yeah. on a little small trampoline, you know, just bouncing, bouncing with the ball pumping. No. You know what I'm saying? No. But <laughs> I'm walking out. Opposed, you said uh, 200 for 200. Like, 200 for 200, really? I would rather do 200 for 200 than 1,000 reps. I, I jump it? Bro, you talk about deadlift and back row. Like, yeah, I'd be like, bro, I'd do about four sets of 25. So you like, after a while, I'm like, can we do something else, please? Like, right, right. 1,000 reps? That's a lot. That's, that's, that's deep. That's a lot. That's a lot. So that's, that would tell you if the person wants to be there. Or they're yeah. lying. Because one uh, other thing about that client that I was talking about, he used to be lying about his count. So I remember like one time I was recording, I like set my phone up, and I was like, oh, I need like assistant pull up specifics. Mm-hmm. Let me get, let me get four sets of twenty fifteen. So I walk away because I can't. You don't always want to stand over the client. Right, right. And he did about eight. Got off. I did about uh, six pull ups. Did about two sets. Like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just like, I pulled up to my phone. I was just like. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm saying like, I'm, again, he's like, like, he like, man, you know how I be. I was like, payment, payment's on the 15th. <laughs> <laughs> payment's on the 15th. Like, I'm done talking. Like, just make sure you bring your payment. Like, because there's no, no help in this one at this point. Like, yeah. Well, we got to wrap up, start wrapping up. But um, yeah, thanks for everyone for, for coming out. And so we're going to do, we're, the goal is to do um, a podcast on the 
first Sunday, second Sunday, I'm sorry, of each month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing's pretty much around like the, the ninth or something like that. Uh, but I think we're going to move it up a little bit later in the day when we discuss, you know, if there's a better time right now. I think it'll be my first one, obviously. So good to do that. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I wanted to thank everyone for coming out, having mm-hmm. some fun, having some discussions. Uh, talking to Milo from down the street. Down the street studio. <laughs> All right, here we go. Down the street studio. I was like, kind of easing in that way. Like down, down the street, street. studio, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we're going to have uh, a lot of fun with this monthly. And uh, as we thought before the podcast, we're going to get you know, uh, this is I mean, I think it's great, but we're gonna, he's getting new information, I mean, new um, equipment setup. in, a new setup, that kind of thing. So have more fun, um, and just make it a little more interactive. Just have, just you know, have have the goal to be like the best podcast around. That's the goal. So. Um, thanks again for coming out, and mm-hmm. we'll see everyone uh, next, well, another, what, three weeks? A couple of weeks. Yeah. So, all right.